Thank you Richard for bringing everybody together. I thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of this journey. Mentoring these children has changed my life, and has helped me to find the thing that I want to do for the rest of my life. Motivational Coach and Keynote Speaker, Michelle Snow There is a nomenclature among most media outlets, if it bleeds, it leads. This horrific posture among journalists and reporters has literally bled into our public policies and qualifications for government grants and support systems. While speaking with Mr. Richard Washington, founder of Bringing Everybody Together, I wept tears of joy as he shared his organization's victories. On the other hand, his nonprofit organization's challenges in securing funding was heart-wrenching. To embrace the fact that BET does not receive as much financial consideration as other groups, because Mr. Wash's work creates a safe space, within the Logan area, that eliminates death among youth, is mind-boggling. What a paradigm! During a year of great loss, uncertainty and questionable relationship, Richard Washington and my BET family offers rainbows, stars, bright lights and unity. While many entities are bickering, Mr. Wash, as he is affectionately known, is always busy confronting the issues head-on with creative solutions. Having had more than 30 years of experience in mediation between, students and teachers, students versus students, youth and law enforcement, resolutions with community leaders, schools, organizations and youth, his expertise and success is simple, he has an organic and genuinely sincere heart to serve. Diversity is a popular term of late, however, as you'll see, Mr. Wash has been facilitating services to the Logan community, Philadelphia Public Schools and many organizations in Philadelphia and surrounding areas for almost three decades. We spent some time speaking with Richard Washington, to understand how he arrived at this awesome place of community service. Also, we were curious as to how we could support his efforts and see if we could also help raise awareness of BET and their many accomplishments. Comment slash question. Okay. We have Mr. Richard Washington, of My Bet Family. It is so nice to hear from you today. Thank you for spending time with Noir Life Magazine. That translates into Black Life Magazine. We recognize that you work with a lot of our youth that are inside neighborhoods and areas that may be considered to be highly at risk for crime and or health risks. Your leadership and work under the umbrella of My Bet Family helps to eliminate some of those risks. I can attest to that firsthand, and from a personal standpoint, you currently help, and have helped to eliminate a lot of risks with many children, including a few of my own. Your organization and the services provided by you and your staff, balances the playing field, in being a single parent and having to try to navigate through some things that, at risk youths and inner-city families, experience. The increase of broken homes, both parents having to work in most cases, and also technological advancements, are providing exposure among youths, within the new millennium, to a lot of different areas, that we did not have to deal with before the surge of access to the World Wide Web on handheld and computerized electronic devices. Question. In the midst of many technological advancements and opportunities, what made you choose children, youth and such a hands-on form of community helps? What made you have such a heart to reach out to so many families and do so much? What is your driver? Answer. You know, I think the driver for me must be a spiritual thing. Because, if you asked Richard, a man, I would say I'm clueless. But the passion to serve, really comes from having a spiritual background embedded in me at a young age, growing up in the church and going to camp once a year. If I may use the song Jingle Bells, in the form of an acronym, to describe my bet family's purpose. Jingle is for J-O-Y. This must surely mean Jesus first, yourself last, and others in between. Although, B-E-T stands for bringing everybody together, it's not a Christian organization itself. It is founded upon Christian principles though. And, we really do our best to operate in that way. If I was a singer, I would sing it, 
but you may call 911 on me, laughter. My favorite scripture verse is, be kind, one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God has forgiven us, Ephesians 4:32. This is the way I conduct business and I try to operate in my personal life as well. In terms of how the doing came about, it was all very unintentional. The program itself and serving community came about because, I was, literally, just checking up on my little cousins when they were at school, and I found myself helping out other children as well. Honestly, it just catapulted from there. The guys that we used to play basketball, kickball, and everything else with, when we were growing up, all of us called each other brothers. Even at that young school age, one of them used to call me Pop. I couldn't understand, when, at that time, he was only about four years younger than I was. But still, he called me, Dad and Pop. Then, uh, eventually, they began calling me, affectionately, Uncle, and things like my G. I was only about 18 or 19 years old at the time. As I got older and started doing community work, you know, those things didn't change. Those titles happened to just hang around in the neighborhood, and among other people that kind of joined, what I like to welcome them as, and call them, the extended family. Question. Beautiful. This is a natural gifting for you? This is your gift and your purpose? Answer. Yes, yes. That's why I said, it just happened. Question. About how many children would you say you serve now? And, about how many students or children would you say you've serviced over the years? Answer. Wow, if I use the words of one of my friends and colleagues, she says, whenever introducing me, he has served over 100,000 children. I used to laugh and say, oh, she got two. Be kidding. Maybe she's just trying to make me sound good, and I would laugh. Because, I really don't think of it that way. But then, I guess, the reality of it is, when I think of, all the schools that I've worked in, all the community organizations that I have served, within the neighborhood and church fellowship, I guess there is a lot of truth to that. My bet family trip to Fort Mifflin Air Force Base 2010. Comment slash question. Yeah, that's true. In fact, we met at a school, remember? There were a lot of children who looked up to you. Actually, my son was one of them. He had entered that school because children in his class were threatening him, because the teacher used him as an example of being good. Ironically, in an attempt to defend himself, he ended up being placed in another school. But, you know, as it goes, things have a way of working out for our good. Had that not happened, we wouldn't be having this conversation, and would not have you in our lives. I remember going to that school to volunteer and make sure that my son did not get lost in the shuffle. Also, to protect him from being picked on even more. I went directly to the principal, expressed my concerns, and he said, okay, we're going to put your son in Wash's class. I asked, who's Wash? Shortly, he introduced me, and immediately, my mind was at ease. I sat in on some classes and it was a great experience. I have to agree with that person who described you as having served over 100,000 children. I would have to say you've helped, 100s of thousands of children, at least. There was not one student that didn't want to be on your team. I can say that because, for good measure, I volunteered there for a few months. There was not one student that I met, who didn't appreciate the influence and guidance that you gave them while you were working there. Since meeting you 15 years ago, it's like that, in every place you serve, all over the city of Philadelphia, across the board, you are loved and respected. Answer. Well, I definitely appreciate that. And it's funny. If you had not mentioned that at this moment, I probably wouldn't have realized that that's where we had met. I think, in part, because we're connected, like family. I still engage with many of the staff from that school, 
and students who still reach out to me and my vet family for support and help. We see them all over the place. Many of our students that came through that program lived within my community. You know, the kids that made mistakes were sent to the school where I worked. That's why, half of the time, I don't remember whether I met them in the educational community or in the neighborhood, on the basketball court or at the fellowship farm. A lot of times I remember their spirit, their goals, hurdles, challenges and accomplishments, more than our point of initial contact. I just know that we will do whatever we can to help them to move forward. Had you not mentioned how I had met your son I probably would not have even realized that. He was a very mild-mannered young man. Of course, he wasn't an angel, but he was a relatively good kid. Especially compared to many that I've had to deal with. My bet family trip to Fort Mifflin Air Force Base 2010. Comment slash question. Thank you so much. Bearing in mind your experience at these different schools, neighborhood organizations, and community groups, can you give us a general idea of where your start was, in terms of education, and some of the roles that you played throughout your career? Where has that brought you to today and what are doing now? Answer. Sure, I'll try to give it to you as quickly as I can. It's a long road of history, fueled with passion. So, I'm going to give you the quick portion of it. I went to George Washington High School. While there, I served on the Human Relations Council. Being a part of that council, I participated in a program called, Adventures in Harmony at Fellowship Farm, which is Potsdown. Fellowship Farm is a place that a lot of schools went to for diversity, leadership, and team building. Before graduating high school, I was asked by Fellowship Farm to work for them. Working at the facility in Potsdown is where I begin to lead workshops in those same areas and more. Many of the students that came to solicit farm work were from Philadelphia, although the farm itself was located in Potsdown. Since I lived in Philadelphia at that time, when schools and other community organizations would come to do leadership camps and keep kids safe programs throughout the summer months, camp events like that grew us to be like family. When I would see camp members in Philadelphia, I stayed connected with them, the organizations and the schools. When I mentioned earlier about checking on my cousins, I was in my first year at Temple University. I would go to their school occasionally, to make sure they were behaving, and doing what they were supposed to do. Then, the teachers there found out that I was doing workshops at places like Fellowship Farm, and asked me if I could begin to speak to their classes. From that point on, I begin to speak not just at Fellowship Farms, but in other schools. After working there for years doing programs also for adults, leadership, diversity and harmony, I was asked to become the first male educator at Women Organized Against Rape. At first, I wasn't going to do it because it didn't sound right to me. A man to work for women organized against rape? That's being real. They said, yes, we just need someone who is willing, can teach, can educate and get the message across. Also, since men need to be aware of it too, they thought it might be good to have a man. At the time, I was still looking for a full-time job. And, I do love training, so I said, all right, I'll give it a shot. It was a wonderful opportunity and experience. Helping war develop a number of programs, then, throughout my experiences with war, I was in and out of probably almost every public school in the city, doing workshops. Later on, I became a father. And at that point, I wanted to work for myself so that I could watch my daughter grow up and spend time with her, in her early years. That's when I started my own training business. I would do contract work, go into schools and community organizations working to do leadership and team building. Also, my team development included peer mediation and violence prevention. That's how I got connected with CEP. I wasn't really thinking about being an administrator or educator. I went there to get a contract because I knew it was a school that needed some help with young people who were at risk and had some social ills. 
I went to get a contract to do workshops. Somehow, the principal talked me into becoming a teacher, okay? I ended up at CE. P and I was there for over 15 years. That included being a team leader and helping to restore their school in South Carolina and also Pittsburgh. Photo from my bet family trips to Fort Mifflin. Meeting students there, and anywhere I went, those students became a part of my bet family as well. I always connect with the parents too, not just the children. You can work with just the students sometimes, if the students have that drive, or if you are able to motivate them. But I believe in communicating with the entire immediate family. When students leave the school, they have to go home. That's why, like yourself and most of my students, we always remain connected, becoming a part of an extended family. Before C. E. P. My bet family had already started in Logan Elementary School, where my cousins attended. After leading a couple of workshops and then telling my cousins and the teachers, I can't keep coming to school while going to Temple College. It got tough at Temple, and they said, well, can you at least come once a week? So, it became a Friday afternoon after school program that we called the BET, meaning bringing everybody together. Over 25 years later, we're still here, with the chess club, choir, youth council, that is extremely active, a girls and boys mentorship and basketball program, plus a few other services. That's kind of the storyline behind where I am today and what I do. After leaving CEP, I did work for myself again, and bet is strictly volunteer. To generate more income, I figured I would go back and run training for all businesses. Then a couple of years later, going back to Logan School to help out the principal, she talked me into becoming their community school coordinator, through the mayor's office. Then I started working full-time for two years. When the climate manager administrative position opened up at the school, I became their client manager. The person who took my place, working for the city as community school coordinator, was a teacher that had worked with me at CP school. Ms. Butler was asked to come on board because I knew that she certainly believed in extended family, and community as well. We have now linked back up to do the same type of things in the local community, together at Logan Elementary School. Comment slash question. That's beautiful, and very impressive. It's really so much more than a story. It's a blessed reality for all of us who have benefited from your diligence and generosity. Many times, it is said that, it takes a village to raise children. People often throw these words around. I know for a fact, that is something I've even seen your mother, yourself, your staff and family put into action. It's just amazing. Right down to your daughter's participation in the organization. I remember being so impressed with her. You were having a fundraiser at a restaurant and invited some friends to come out and support. When we arrived, your little lady came out, very politely, greeted, and seated us. It was my first time meeting, nine-year-old, little Miss Washington. We were served with much excellence and poise. I said, wow, what an awesome example of family and community efforts. Here, we see a father, who is actually taking the lead, pouring into the community, and also focusing on his own daughter and family. It is far too common, in ministry and politics, that we witness neglect or vain pursuits, taking precedence over family. Richard Washington's balance and sincere service to community, church and family, is an excellent model of uplifting the village. Uptown Mary. Watching Mr. Washington bring to life, the original purpose of the Police Athletic League, within this current climate of police brutality and blatant racism, is also a phenomenon. Many may not be aware of PAL's initial inception in North Philadelphia, and its cooperative relationship with the Black Panther Party. According to Wikipedia, the first Police Athletic League, PAL, formed in North Philadelphia in 1947, was to build positive relationships between youth, the communities in which they live, and the dedicated men and women of the Philadelphia Police Department.
Since its inception, the organization has provided neighborhood youth with a sanctuary from the criminal activities that have plagued major urban areas. Richard Washington, using wise counsel, walked in the footsteps of those who have been charged with the burden of keeping the peace, in the past. Like unto great leaders and groups who have made a noteworthy difference with youth and inner-city challenges, he used what has worked before. An off-duty officer talks with teenagers at a police athletic league center in 1971. Locally, PAL formed in 1947 to build relationships between youth, their communities, and the Philadelphia Police Department. Special Collections Research Center, Temple University Libraries. Comment slash question. For you, Richard, community service organically intertwines with your genuine love for education, people and family. I just want to put that out there because I saw it with my own eyes. If left up to any of the many families and communities that you've helped, we'd easily shower you with many honors. I want to talk more about how the community, its leaders, parents, other groups and organizations can get more involved in supporting your efforts and current community affairs. How is your program structured now? And, what do you guys need in terms of help to see that you continue to grow, do what you're doing, and move forward? Answer, that's a good question. Sometimes, I think, we're so busy doing what needs to be done, by any means necessary, that we've just happened upon help, or very creatively made a way. My. Bet. Family vs. 35th District Police Officers Basketball Game. We operate based on the needs of our children and families' requests. I mean, we do think, in terms of 5 years or 10 years planning, and where we might want to be. But because things in our society change so much, with extreme uncertainty, we truly do operate under the current needs premise. We're all committed volunteers. We do have a 501c3, so people can always donate support, whether it's, through PayPal or credit cards for our website which is http colon slash slash www.mybetfamily.com. If you haven't noticed, we say, My Bet Family, because it's your family, too. Our Cash App is dollar My Bet Family and people can always support financially, through Cash App. However, one of the challenges is that although we put it out there, giving to our organization, really doesn't happen much. I think that's because, number one, we don't ask a lot. You know, they say, if you don't ask, you don't receive, lol. Number two, we're doers in an atmosphere of highly critical demands. And, number three, I think our mindset has been more focused on the community's needs rather than creating a budget for profitability. Members of Black Panther Party distribute free lunches, August 17, 1971. Philadelphia Evening Bulletin, Temple University Libraries, Special Collections Research Center. For us, the budget kind of happens, we do a million works with a few dollars budget, and an all-volunteer staff. Richard Washington. We can always use financial help or means to help make things easier in the work that we do. A 15-passenger vehicle would help us to deliver food, transport children and serve the elderly, instead of having to use our own personal vehicles, which is not always the greatest thing to do in a COVID-19 environment. But that's all we have right now. We are trying to find a company or person that may donate a 15-passenger van or two. Many times, when we're taking more than 12 kids to an activity, we have had to rent a small bus. We need to get a CDL, licensed driver so that more children, and some parents, can be exposed to and participate in the many positive things that we do. One of the kids asked me, Mr. Washington, how come all these people, every time we turn around, are getting money from sports and stuff, but I don't see them donating money to agencies here, like yours, or see them giving anything to our neighborhood? There's not a whole lot of crime in the area within the four or five block radius all around us because we all take care of each other. This can cause some supporters to think we don't need it. 
Our due diligence has made it hard, at times, to get anything. I said to the young man, you know, that's interesting, and there's a lot of truth within that question. On a corporate level, the United Way supports my Bet family and their annual event and programs. United Way of Greater Philadelphia's and Southern New Jersey's mission is to reduce poverty and expand opportunity for all. We fund nonprofit organizations and create bold solutions that break the cycle of poverty. The kind of poverty that traps families for generations. HTTP colon slash slash www.unitedforimpact.org and NBSP. My. Vet. Family fun and camaraderie at Fort Mifflin Air Force Base. Comment slash question. Would you say that it's your observation that organizations that are larger or with less volume and critical needs may have more time to access budgeting and fundraising? Answer. Definitely, in our grassroots efforts, we spend a lot of time and energy in the prevention mode. Therefore, at times, we don't get the resources to operate, simply because, our groundwork saves lives and nobody's been killed within that four-block radius, lately? Nobody's been doing a whole lot of vandalism, nobody. But that's because right before it happens, we're in the street, reprimanding with presence and words like, you, slow down. Yeah. What are you doing? Don't do that. That's how we take care of you. We take care of each other, but we still need that financial support. On top of funding and transportation needs, we are currently looking for someone who is good at managing funding and financial growth. Receiving a certain level of support, then puts you in a different tax bracket and requires appropriate management. So, we also want to make sure that we have someone that we can trust, who knows what they're doing who can help to manage it when we do reach that level. In the meantime, it doesn't stop any of our programs. We call ourselves a -a 7-day-a-week program. If we have an event on Sunday afternoon, there's a chance that if you need a ride, we will be picking you up early. Look, I'm a drummer at church. And, well, if you need a ride from me, you might be going to church that day. Then, after church, we'll get to the afternoon's event. If you don't need a ride, then I'll meet you at the basketball game. On Saturdays, if there's another community event that we can support, we're going. That's how we are every day, including Monday through Fridays. A parent can call me at 11 o'clock at night and if I can help out, I will. If I have to make calls to others, because their child is either struggling academically or they may have some sort of suicidal thoughts, and in need of someone to talk to, whatever the case may be, I'm there. Or, maybe the parent needs help themselves. They can call me or one of the other adults in our program. Like you mentioned earlier, my mother is available, on call, to help. That goes right back to that extended family piece that we've been emphasizing. We don't run on scheduled hours. My bet family is available and functioning based on the needs of our community. We run according to the amount of support that is required. At the same time, although we're supporting others, there are those times that we need a hand, too. We may need a shoulder to lean on, or to have a conversation with someone as well. Comment slash question. I agree. That's why when I thought of people that could use, more exposure, more support, more love and more understanding, I thought about my bet family. I imagine that, If people saw this as an example, it could help the next community over, or the next social organization's leadership, seeing this type of model, to see what works. What you do provides an excellent example. If I was to add anything to your name, I would call you my angels and family. There's an almost angelic factor that comes to the surface throughout your organization's work a selfless, true love and provision for the community. That should be appreciated and definitely celebrated. More people should know about you and experience the intrinsic benefits of participating. Hearing a youth testify, going to the White House was the best part of being in bet, it changed my life. Was surreal.
knowing that my daughter contributed to that experience during her tenure at the White House, was touching. Your example of leadership could be gleaned from, in other areas of the city and with more people if they only knew. We are a witness to your value and are going to put it out there as best we can. In doing so, I wanted to ask about your community's outreach and relationships that you've built with other organizations. Earlier you talked about the community being settled in a particular radius of Logan Elementary. Understanding that, as far as you can reach, within the Logan area, you're impacting lives. I am aware of some type of interaction with PAL, Police Athletic Leagues. In this current climate, where there's so much going on with Black Lives Matter protests due to police brutality, some good people and some bad people on both sides, how do you feel? How has the occurrence of this issue, coupled with a worldwide pandemic affected your organization's tasks and how you have opted to carry them out amidst so much dramatic change? Answer. It certainly has affected us and the way that we do things. As well, there have been some benefits throughout these events. At BET we try to look at everything with a positive mindset. We teach that everything is an opportunity to grow. Even if you have some setbacks, you know, it's a part of life. What do you do to move forward? I'll begin with, as you mentioned, PAL. This is one of a few partnerships with BET, and many PAL centers are associated with, and began in churches. So, not only do we have established relationships with those PAL centers, we made sure to have relationships with those churches. In the event when PAL centers are closed, if we need to use the facility, we may be offered those opportunities. Not being able to do what they normally would do, certainly hurts. In fact, in my immediate area, we don't have a police athletic league, per se, on this side of Logan. Our kids, on this side of Logan, still find ways to safely use the schoolyard, and to do different things. Our basketball courts are down due to COVID, and rightfully so, because sometimes it gets a little too crowded over there. I kind of wanted them up, because our kids need to be active. Some of our kids are struggling. Those who would normally resort to sports, may be resorting to other things. We need those activities out there. However, having those relationships with PAL, the churches in the area, Stenton Museum and public libraries, any resources or events that they may have, in light of this new climate, they then become part of the BET family. We try to make sure that our families and children are made aware of those events, as well. That helps. The four things that we really try to focus on, as I often come up with these sayings and acronyms, are four E's. This is the first time being said, so you get a chance to hear it first. I'm going to say, number one, extended family, because you heard me talking about that a lot. Even you mentioned the village. It is so true. Once you meet us, you are a part of the family whether you like it or not. That just goes without saying. Then, number two, is education. Whether I had become a teacher or not, didn't matter. I've always been focused on education. That is why I was going to the school to check on my cousins in the first place, to make sure that they were doing what they were supposed to do, pertaining to their education. Then, number three, is exposure. Exposure to all kinds of culture, art, sports, history and knowledge is really important. You know, we have to make sure that we teach our children that there are other progressive opportunities out there. My. Bet. Family slash family, Jeremy, Godson. Pictured rear, left, Kisha, Richard Washington's. Sister, rear, right, little, Jada Washington, front, center. Speaking of positivity, the one thing that COVID did, was to offer a unique alternative to our kids in the city who love basketball and football, more than anything else. Well, because the rims of the basketball courts were down, it afforded me an opportunity to say, you know what? You got a mask? Then meet me. We'll go to a tennis court. We'll spread out and you can start learning some tennis. 
Now, we have a number of kids who are learning and have developed an interest in tennis. I even had somebody who just donated three rackets. We'll need even more rackets when springtime rolls around. Once kids are being exposed to new things, they want to do it. That would not have happened if it weren't for COVID. Our parents are more involved in their children's education. Even though it's a struggle, because it's virtual, we've been able to connect with our parents more in the schools. In terms of community, they're struggling, getting their kids online or needing educational resources or computers. Whether it's from the school, vet or from one of our partners, we're able to communicate with our parents and help however we can. Ironically, it forces some of our parents to do a little bit more than usual. They may have a little more stress but being online has certainly helped, with parental involvement in school work. Which takes me to that final E, number 4, which is empowerment. To all of our young people and all of our parents, our intentional focus is to give them the services and support that make them feel empowered to move to the next level in their own lives, helping their families themselves. We realize that their own sense of empowerment is important because Bet, Richard Washington, Mary Muse or Granny Wash, may not always be around. So, the quest to provide answers to, how do we teach? How do we direct? How do we empower them to do better? Because, unfortunately, tomorrow is not promised to any of us. But, if we can give you the school, the skills and tools necessary to move forward, then we feel like we've done our job. Extended family, education, exposure and empowerment are my new four E's, heard first by Ms. Muse. Radio personality, Desi, left, mom wash, center. Delixa Brown, right, early years, vet advisory board member Jada Washington singing at DHS community event. Comment slash question. Thank you so much for sharing that. If I may add, one more point. I sat in on one of your Saturday Zoom events, where you have a few of the youths moderate and host. Again, their expertise, self-confidence, delivery, line of questioning, and everything about their presentation spoke outstanding to me. You may want to consider having five E's one more, for excellence. Excellence has to go in there somehow, some way. It is amazing. One young lady was working at her place of employment while on the Zoom. She requested permission to participate for a brief moment, explained, and then excused herself. She entered the call like this, well, I'm at work and may have to excuse myself, but I'll remain on the call as long as I can. When it was time for her to leave, another young man stepped up saying, I'll take over, I got you. I would say this young man was around 12 years old. Answer, yep. He's 13. Comment slash question. I figured as much. He looked like his briefcase, car keys and degrees, with an S, should have been on the wall. And, it was not in the clothing that he was wearing. Whatever his attire, whether he had on a white shirt and jeans, a jacket or no jacket, when he enters a room, he can command its space. I can't help but to attribute some of that to his exposure to my bet family, and I just love it. Last year, while at another event, where I was working with my son, catering as Ma Dukes, my catering slash food service business, I saw a familiar face. I asked, do I know you from somewhere? Do you sing? Not that you would not want to hear. She stated with a bright smile. A few minutes later, I observed the young lady making conversation with my son, the same son that we spoke of earlier, who you had mentored at that school. So, I asked my son, how do you know this young woman? She replied, we both were mentored by the same person, Mr. Richard Washington. Michelle Snow of Grow With Snow. This successful entrepreneurial development firm, see her online at growwithsnow.com was also mentored by my bet family. Then I remembered, that's where I know you from. I remember her having the same type of poise and personality the first time she had taken the microphone at a bet event. Look at this. Michelle Snow.
I've seen the results, and that's why I'm always so excited to hear, talk about, or to do anything with your organization. It gives me so much vivacity to see the life that you all extend to our community and within our children. Just one last question. If there was anything that you would like to say to the Noir Life audience about your organization, anything you'd like to say at all? Answer. Sure, I guess the first thing I would say, which really doesn't have as much to do with supporting the organization, as it has to do with supporting families, young people, and the state that we're in, that is, be the example that we want our children to be. I know we all grew up with sayings like, do as I say, not as I do, and things like that. We need to grow beyond that mentality and be the model. So, the best thing you can do for BET, the best thing you can do for our children, for yourself, your family, and myself, is to model the behavior and the things that our children need to see. There's so much that they have to battle against. They don't need the query of trying to figure out whether or not they should follow us. The second piece is, I know we talked about a lot of mental health and how serious it is. Regarding spiritual health, find some type of spiritual health source. If you're not already involved in a spiritual health organization, church or whatever, find something. If we don't have anything that we can look forward to, that can be problematic. When things are not going so well, if we're not grounded spiritually, and we don't have that strong foundation, we're in trouble. That would be my first challenge in the way of supporting us. The more that we do as a community slash family, outside of a program, the less we have need for programs like ours. Then we can evolve into a program where we're just doing fun activities and being a resource for interesting things to do. Right now, we're being the big brothers and big sisters, which we'll always be, but hopefully with different purposes. Again, I'm not the kind of person who asks for much. So, I'm going to say this. If you can support us, if you're willing to support My Bet Family, go to http colon slash slash www.mybetfamily.com or cash app us at dollar my bet family and put the program that it's being given for, whether it's for Bet Talks, which is the name of that TV show, or the Green Show, which is every Saturday. Our bet kids are sure to announce, during their program, that the proceeds are received by them. Whenever we get donations for Bet Talk, we give that to the children because the program was initiated as employment opportunities for them. No one was responding to our job searches for the kids, so we found ways of giving them something to do, and asked the viewers to donate. We truly appreciate your support and encouragement. Comment slash question. Everybody has their cross to bear. And that's your cross. You're like, I don't have time to stop and ask. This needs to be done. Let's get it done. And, that's not easy. My hope and prayer for you is that everyone returns the love that they have received from this awesome organization, and pours back into our Bet family. Not forgetting where you come from is a simple noir life principle. You are a godsend to many families, mine included. So, I appreciate you, this interview and your time. Answer. Thank you very much. You are certainly appreciated as well. See us on Fox 29 News. Click the link, https colon slash slash www.fox29.com slash video slash 660229 question mark flit equals iwar 2l2l8 i ad so 5 e 7 cox 2 or 0 c keel 4 ngl hkmbo 9 ch8 nwrg8 wd9 c